This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Of course, we are back at it again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And in today's episode, we wanted to continue on our ultimate checklist for moving to Italy and things you will want to be able to mark off either before you get to Italy or as soon as you arrive. There will definitely be some things that you will need to have lined up. And in this episode, we wanted to talk about some of kind of the practical things beyond just the the visas and and the the specific places itself but things that you'll need in daily italian life so marco maybe can we talk about first the most important one which is the italian tax identification code the codice fiscale if you have obtained an italian visa and you're ready to call italy your home it is almost necessary to get an italian tax code upon arrival in Italy. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you will have to pay taxes or that you will be liable for taxes, even if that's something, of course, to consider if you want to become a full-time resident of Italy. But a tax code will basically be helpful for a lot of other things. A tax code is issued by the Italian Revenue Agency in Italian Agenzia delle Entrate. There are local offices everywhere in the country so you can visit the nearest location and apply for an Italian tax code. It's an alphanumeric code that will basically identify you as a person and you will be asked to provide it every time, for example, you have to enter into a lease agreement or if you have to purchase a SIM card or if you have to register yourself into the healthcare system. So the tax code will be very helpful in a lot of situations. So If you're looking to relocate to Italy, that's one of the first steps that you have to take. You will probably be provided with a paper certificate that includes your tax code, and then you will be mailed the actual tax code card, which comes in green. But also if you register into the healthcare system, your health, your insurance card, health insurance card will include your tax code. And that's a blue card. And so Marco, when a person is trying to get their Codice Fiscale, the Italian tax code, what documentation do you need to bring along with you? You will have to bring your passport and your residency permit If you have one, there are some situations where you can apply for a Codice Fiscale even if you don't have a residency permit. For example, if you're entering into a lease agreement, maybe because you just want to rent a vacation home or you are in the process of applying for a visa and you're already getting a lease agreement in Italy, or if you're purchasing, for example, a property in Italy, even if you don't have a residency permit, in those cases, you can apply for a tax code either through the Italian consulate abroad or directly in Italy through an Italian revenue agency office. But in all the other cases, you will need a residency permit. So you will need to show your residency permit along with your passport to apply for a tax code. Thank you, Marco. And another question related to the Codice Fiscale, because it appears on the Italian healthcare card, how does one actually go about signing up for the national healthcare system and getting health insurance and coverage in Italy? The prerequisite is to register as a resident in an Italian municipality. So the very first step is for you to 
be entered into the registry of the population of a certain municipality in Italy and you can do so only if you are either a European or Italian citizen or if you are a foreign citizen if you have a residency permit so once you're registered as a resident you can go and apply for your health insurance card and you apply for it through the local ASL which is basically a regional local office which means azienda sanitaria locale which is a regional office in italy the healthcare is provided by the different regions of italy so you will always have to contact the office in your region where you're registered as a resident to apply for the health insurance card of course there are local offices but the service is provided by the region where you reside and like we mentioned before when you apply for the health care in Italy you will be given a blue card that you can carry with you and that you should carry with you anytime you go to a doctor's appointment if you have to go to the hospital but for people who are not entitled to the health care in Italy because maybe they're not residents uh, but they do need a codice fiscale a tax code for example people who are purchasing in Italy and who are not gonna become residents at least not immediately they will be receiving a green card including their codice fiscale rather than the blue card which is the health insurance card which does also include the codice fiscale number very interesting marco and the i guess next thing once you have your health insurance and your testera sanitaria but more so once you have your tax code because you're going to need your tax code like you were mentioning in so many different instances um but one of the main ones that you will definitely need it for is to get a SIM card to get cellular service um, or if you're trying to get home internet. But can you tell us a little bit more about uh, Italian SIM cards and also getting a phone line while in Italy? Like you said, to get a SIM card, you will have to have a codice fiscale and you will have to state in the application form your address, even if you don't have to show any documents proving that you're a resident of Italy, but they will ask you for, of course, your personal information as well as your address, but more importantly, your tax code. And the SIM cards in Italy, uh, I'd say the prices are quite low compared to the US at least as of this moment in time you can get a plan for say between 20 euros per month and 35 euros per month and sometimes you can find it even for lower prices uh, say between 10 and 15 euros sometimes i've even seen less than 10 euros when there are of course special uh, deals offered by the several providers in Italy that basically compete with each other. Yeah, that's something that I always found very interesting, especially a little while after I moved to Italy, there was a little bit of a shakeup in the uh, the market because of Iliad coming onto the market and they dropped their prices in, an, in a shocking way. Like they came in with very, very low rates and um, then they started offering more and more and more for those same amazing prices. I'm not, this is not an endorsement, of course, this is not a, there's no sponsorship by Iliad or any other company, but they're also a really interesting company. I don't know if it's still like this, but I believe they offer no contract plans. So for people who are coming to Italy um, and just getting started in life there, it can be interesting to think about. Uh, I think they are one of the companies that's a little bit more open to uh, non-residents as well. Um, and so definitely, in my opinion, just when getting life started up there, it can be interesting to maybe start 
like having a starter sim from um, Iliad and then working your way into another plan because it also depends. There are some different virtual operators in Italy. And like you were saying, Marco, there are always different offers. And sometimes those offers can be contingent upon what operator that you may be switching from. And sometimes for one operator, they may offer a certain price. But if you're coming from another operator, they may even offer something way more interesting. So you may want to look at offers from like Wintre and Vodafone uh, and compare between those, but then also look at some of the other operators, the virtual operators in the country and see who's offering what at the time, but maybe consider that you want to start with a company without a contract. And if you do want to move up to one of the other operators like Vodafone or Wintre, then some of the, uh, the, the contracts there can be worthwhile, but definitely make sure that you keep an eye on all of the details uh, when you are signing those contracts. But Marco, maybe one other thing to think about also that once you've got your Curece Fiscale and once you have your phone number in Italy, uh, having an Italian bank account, of course, will be very necessary. And actually, one of the reasons why I recommend even to maybe see if you can get a prepaid SIM first is because in some instances with some companies, you'll actually need an Italian bank account to be able to sign a contract so that they can do a direct withdrawal, a direct debit from your account. So there are like some other processes that you can find in Italy as well. There's like sometimes you need A to B to C, but you need C to get A or B to get A. And you have to figure out where you can insert yourself into the process. But Marco, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about banking in Italy? Like you said, in most cases, you do need a bank account to set up utilities for your uh, home in Italy because they will do an auto debit from your account and setting up a bank account it's it's actually very easy if you are a resident of italy if you're a non-resident you might uh, face challenges because not every bank will give you the possibility to open a bank account for non-residents but you do have to be present in person regardless to be able to open a bank account in italy unless you sign up for some online banking which however don't work like the a normal bank accounts and in some cases you might not be able to use um, bank accounts opened online for for example uh, setting up utilities or if you have to uh, purchase a uh, sim card but anyway if you are a resident of italy opening a bank account is a fairly easy process you will just need to provide your identification documents and a residency permit if you are a non-eu citizen a non-italian uh, citizen and the process of opening a bank account is fairly easy and straightforward and fairly quick it takes normally uh just a few hours and unlike other countries uh getting a bank account doesn't come at no cost uh, there will probably always be a fee to maintain a bank account in italy especially a personal bank account right now at the time of a re the recording of this video uh might cost between say three and seven euros per month and then of course you will be charged per transaction for example if you have to uh, uh wire money to another person in italy the cost is normally between one and two euros sometimes 50 cents 
per wire transfer. And I would say even also in some some instances with some banks that you can find, depending on your level, that they may include X amount of free transfers per month or um, that you only have to pay the transfer fee if it's um, like an instant transfer or if it's sending to another European nation, some banks will charge you per per um, transaction. Some Each one will do it in a different way. So it is also worthwhile, again, like comparing the different phone plans in Italy, it is worthwhile comparing the different banks in Italy. And also depending on what your needs are, there will be different options available to you in some of the parts of the country. You'll have local regional banks that you won't find in other parts of the the country. Uh, And then there are some banks that you do find all around the country. For example, one of the banks that you find most commonly in Italy is Unicredit, Unicredit. Um, and they all they do exist in other countries as well. And this is, again, not an endorsement, no sponsorships or anything here. I uh, just have to make that completely clear. But it is another area to kind of start looking. But it may be one of the banks where having residency in Italy may be required. And also you may want to take into consideration that you might have to set up uh, an appointment before uh, being able to set up the account. Some banks, depending on the bank, might allow you to just walk in, set it up on the spot. Some others may want you to set up an appointment uh, ahead of time, I've heard in the past. Uh, For example, also for students, there are some bank accounts that may be more advantageous. Like for example, at Intesa San Paolo, um, there could be accounts there that could be really interesting to look at also for individuals who may not be residents as well. But we don't need to get too deep into that topic. Of course, there's no endorsement here of any of these that have been mentioned, um, but just some places where you may want to take a look. But Marco, maybe to move on to another topic, but as we've seen in this episode, there's a lot that can be based solely just on top of the Codice Fiscale. And in some ways, if you wanted to get an Italian license, that could be actually very necessary to have. But uh, I know there will be many people moving from abroad who want to be able to drive on their own license from their home country. Is that something that they'll be able to do while living in Italy? If you are a citizen of a European country, you can drive in Italy with your own driver's license. However, if you are a citizen of a country outside of the European Union, then you can only drive in Italy with your own driver's license for one year as long as you obtain an international permit which you obtain in your home country before you travel to Italy and it's basically just a translation of your driver's license so that you know it can be understood in Italy by law enforcement but after one year depending on your nationality you will have to either convert your driver's license into an italian one or if you are for example an american citizen you will have to obtain an italian driver's license which means that you will have to pass a practical test and a written test and only if there is a specific agreement between your country and italy then you will be able to convert your driver's license otherwise if there's no agreement no reciprocity between italy and your country then you will have after one year to obtain an italian driver's license thank you marco for letting us know about that and for those who may be interested in actually getting their license in italy what does that look like what's that process look like to apply, you have to have a codice fiscale and you need to present your ID and pay a fee 
And there are also six hours of mandatory practice with an instructor. So the process works this way. You normally do the process through a school approved by the Italian government. There are six hours of mandatory practice with an Italian instructor that will basically teach you how to drive. And that's a big difference with the uh, US. And there will also be lessons where you will basically be provided information to pass the uh, written test that, that you have to pass in order to uh, get the driver's license, which in Italian is called B driver's license, which is the one that you use to drive cars. Uh, and there are several other types of driver's license. For example, if you have to drive a motorbike, if you have to drive a truck, but if you're only interested in driving a car, then the B driver's license is the one that you need. And also you will have to pass a medical examination where they basically check mostly your vision to make sure that you uh, are good to drive. Or if you need glasses to drive, it may be indicated in your driver's license that you do need glasses to drive, which means that you need to carry them with you or actually wear them while you're driving. And the total cost, including the six hours of mandatory practice, is normally around 1,000 euros. Well, Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode and going into all of these details that we've been uh, covering in this ultimate checklist for moving to Italy. But of course, if anybody needs any help moving to Italy, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com or give us a call. Our number is on the website. That's great. And of course, I know it's not just with help with purchasing properties that you offer at italianrealestatelawyers.com, but also with relocation to the country as well. So definitely something worthwhile keeping in mind if you are thinking about moving to Italy. And of course, if you're interested in more information about purchasing property in Italy or where to purchase property in Italy, make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast, both on YouTube and the audio only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed, on YouTube. That means you're also automatically subscribed to the other project that Marco and I collaborate on called the Italian Citizenship Podcast, where we talk about some of the legal aspects of making Italy your home. And if you're interested in, to hear more about life abroad and living abroad as a dual citizen expat, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Furia, or you can search on YouTube, Google, or your favorite podcasting platform of choice for not your average globetrotter. But Mr. Marco Permunian from ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode. Of course, stay safe and healthy out there. I'm Rafael Di Furia. And I'll see you all next time. Later. Thank you.